Do you want to know how social media can actually be used as a general practice? Well, I'm going to show you my top tips of how to do that. Let's take enhance your primary care and learning. If this is the first time we're meeting, I'm Dr. Gandalf of EGP Learning, where I'm looking at supporting you with technology-enhanced primary care and learning. And in this episode, I'm going to show you my top tips of how you can use social media as a practice. This is something not many people are probably doing and a bit apprehensive about, but I'm going to show you my top tips to make this process so much easier for you. You can follow me on social media if you want. So we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, ring the bell to get notified of all of our content. And as always, we're on the podcasting platforms. So subscribe there and please leave a review if you think it's helpful. Anyway, should we get straight to the video? Let's begin. Hey, GP learners. So I'm going to talk you through my top tips of when you're trying to use social media as a practice. This is slightly different to when you're using it personally because you are talking about an organization. And simply put, we're going to go through those top tips that can help you right now. First up, pick a platform that speaks to both you and your patients. There are a variety of different types of social media platforms out there. Personally, if you're doing in UK primary care, I would select either Twitter or Facebook as your primary platforms. Although, to be fair, things like Instagram and YouTube can be really effective, particularly if you're going through a visual media. Pick the one that you works best for you and that you think will work better with your population. Worth having a look around. Number two, it's important that you post on a regular basis. This is probably one of the hardest and most important things to do. The obvious question is, I don't have the time to do so. But there are a few little things you can do to try and speed that up. And actually training up somebody in the practice to do that for you, administrative, for example, can be really effective. And there's loads of different ways you can get information and resources to help you with that. If you're interested in that, make sure you contact me. I've got some really cool tips on that. In terms of trying to be consistent, what does that actually mean? Well, if you follow a lot of the social media gurus and all that kind of stuff, they generally say that you should be posting at least three times a day and up to six times a day if you're using Twitter. I'll be honest though, most practices will probably struggle to do that. I would say at the very least, try and post minimum three times a week, ideally daily if you can manage it. Tip number three, make sure you only post when your practice is open. The reason for doing this is to give that element that you will actually respond only at a time when the practice is open because you don't want to be getting messages and expecting a reply, for example, Sunday evening when the practice is not going to be open. Really important to do this and you can use scheduling software and stuff that can allow you to do that. Facebook has that built in when you use pages. Twitter, you can also do that using TweetDeck and things. Although if you're looking for an alternative method of doing it, tip four, use a software that allows you to cross post to multiple platforms and schedule as well. There are a variety of options out there. Some of them, unfortunately, a majority of them are paid for software. So it is that question of time versus investment, but actually time's the most expensive thing. So it may be worthwhile. This is definitely if you're having multiple platforms that you're using with patients and stuff. So if you've only got the one, to be fair, the platforms have their own methods to help you do that. Tip number five, have a social media policy. So I mentioned that somebody may post it Sunday evening, for example, and you're not open. Well, how do you cover yourself? Important to have a policy that allows you to do that. So both a policy in terms of when you're posting within the practice, so for your employees and staff and things, but also have a social media policy for your patients. Where do you keep that? best place to have it is on your website and when you're posting make sure you refer back to your website whenever there's an issue it just makes it clear and obvious how you can try and tackle things worthwhile as well putting that in the profile of whichever platform you're using just makes it a lot easier for you tip number six have a few template answers to those common questions that you think you'll expect 
Obvious things are, I can never get an appointment. We'll have a template answer to try and help explain that to patients. Or, how do I book my flu jab? Or, for example, how do I access online? And if you've got those kind of situations where patients may cause concerns in terms of how they contact you, aggressive comments, that kind of stuff, also have a template answer that you can post for that. Signposting back to your social media policy that you're keeping on your website. Really important and helpful in terms of managing those more conflicting kind of situations. Important to do that. Next tip, the question of engagement. Well, it's dead easy. Live video is better than video, which is better than images, which is better than audio, which is better than text, which is better than a web link on its own. So generally speaking, try and post in those order if you're trying to get engagement from both patients and other kind of organizations and stuff. That doesn't mean to say every single post has to be a live video because that's clearly scary for many people. But important to remember that visual definitely works a lot better than text and that kind of stuff and also is more applicable to numbers of people. Also worth considering whether you want to translate some of that stuff into other languages to help engagement with other types of groups of patients and that kind of thing. Worth thinking about. And if we're talking about engagement, let's look next tip. Try and make sure you're posting stuff that is relevant to your practice and to your patients. Best way of doing that, make sure you engage with those organizations that are based around you. For example, your local hospital will probably have a Twitter or Facebook account. Your local community providers will probably have a local Twitter or a Facebook account. Engage with those as well. Share their kind of stuff. Local events that are happening, for example. Try and make yourself that local hub and then you will get much better engagement from patients, both positively, maybe a little bit negative at times, but that's where you get referred back to your policy. So go back to my earlier tip on that. But by doing that, you'll create engagement and create yourself as that authority for your patients to access services and care. And really, another good tip, patch into local media and share all their health-related stories. It just makes life a lot easier for you. Trust me on this one. Next tip, make sure you cross-post between your own platforms and local groups as well. So, for example, if you do have multiple social media platforms, if you're using Twitter and Facebook, Refer back to each other when you're posting. Um, so, for example, you can post on your Facebook platform. We've just got this video on Twitter or vice versa. It just helps to build the engagement between your different platforms and speaks to different audiences and pulls them in. It's a great way of trying to deliver better engagement and also capturing as many people as possible. My last tip, make sure you use your analytics. So each of these platforms will give you analytical information need to start posting a little bit but once you started doing that actually you'll get information of for example what types are supposed to respond really well and more importantly what times are best for you to post that this is where you can use things like your scheduling software and stuff to make it a lot easier for you to develop that engagement and capture more patients those are my top tips there's loads of applications for using social media in primary care from things like flu campaigns to introducing new staff to your patients to basically engaging with your local community. And I would really recommend trying it. It's important to note that the new contract does have a line in it about engaging more with your local population. That can be through your website or it can be through social media, whichever method you prefer to use. But there is that aspect of digital interaction with your local community that does need to be addressed. So this is something we're going to increasingly see practices having to dedicate some time to do so. And actually, it can be really rewarding. It can help develop that community around you that can help your practice. Clearly some challenges, more happy to talk about those and we'll cover that in future episodes as well, how you can deal with that. If you do want any help, you're more than welcome to download my social media policy that I've adapted from other places and 
to be fair, it's free and easy to use. As an extra bonus for getting to this point, if you want tips on how to develop your own social media practice policy for patients as well as your own, or if you want some of those template answers to those common kind of questions, make sure you click the link attached in the show notes. They'll give you that, and you're probably seeing it coming up right now as well. So go to that website, sign up, and you'll get all that information quick and easy. As always, EGP learners, I hope you found this useful. If you've got any questions, feel free to contact me, available on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Leave a comment down below in the show notes. I'd love that, really would. Particularly if you're listening on the podcasting platforms, please leave a review. Really appreciate your feedback. And make sure you subscribe to get all of our content first and foremost. And always, guys, we're here to save you and your patients' time by tech-enhancing your primary care and learning. Catch you in the next episode.